I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. You are more likely to, in fact, drop them a little bit of a cheeky text message. Why, though? We'll have a psychologist on um, who'll be explaining that as well. And also, Control-Alt-Delete is back this evening. Some of the mad stories from the world of tech, including why uh, a certain company is deciding to ditch facial recognition technology. All of that and more. Get in touch. Let us know what you're up to this evening. 87 This is Room 104 with Cormac and Saoirse. FM 104. Oh, happy days. Hang on till... Oh, there we go. Sorry, I didn't have your mic on there, but now it's on. I was just going to say, I thought it was Wednesday today, which is nice. Well, really, not really nice, I suppose. (laughs) Well, look, it doesn't really make a difference, does it? Yeah. Yeah. We're still kind of doing nothing. We're still kind of waiting for um, things to reopen. And you know what's really funny? I was getting really anxious yesterday, and I was trying to wonder why. Do you know why? Why? This phase two, where you can actually kind of start meeting people in small groups, scares me because I've been on my own for so long that I don't know if I know how to interact with people in person anymore. Oh, you've forgotten the social skills and the social cues and the norms. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I'm ready. Very overwhelming. It is actually. When's the last time you've you've like shook anyone's hand anymore? Yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen in the next while because people are going to start going back into the office and all of the rules have changed. Like, you're not yeah. going to be able to do the normal things. You're not going to be able to... I don't even know what you're going to be allowed to do, but, the, like, especially if you work in an office. And I imagine the same as if you're in a warehouse or if you're in the shop. Uh, everything, everything has changed. You can't pat someone on the back, can't shake someone's hand. You can't... Oh, can't do anything. But, you see, I keep forgetting as well. So I went to get petrol today, and, you know, there's obviously the signs in the shop that you follow, the arrows that mm. go around. So you come in one yeah. way, and then you go around the shop the other way. But... I just wasn't thinking and I went back out the way I came in and a lady was like, what are you doing? You're meant to go this way. So um, I got given out to for, yeah, not distancing myself. Uh, what, what, and what did you say to her when she gave out? I said, sorry. <laughs> Kept walking. Well, what did you really say? <laughs> I didn't... Uh, I didn't think I should repeat that on air. No, um, she she was right, but I got such a shock because I didn't know that I was doing anything wrong for a split second and then I just reacted and I kind of gave out to her and then I walked out what What did you say? I'm not saying what I said <laughs> it was a bit rude okay 
<laughs> Having a bit of a moment where you just snapped at her. I just snapped, yeah, because I just wasn't thinking. And I wasn't anywhere near the woman either. And it was only me and her in the shop. And I just happened to be walking out the wrong way. And she uh, was very unhappy with me. So I just reacted. And then I quickly ran to my car and got home. And got home to talk to no one again. Yeah, just sit, sit in a dark hole and go, oh my God, see, I don't know what's it. going on. If that's the only interaction you're having and it's negative, you don't want to see people anymore. <laughs> I just want to stay at home. Yeah, we're kind of, we've, we've lost the, the social skills muscles. Everyone is just kind of staying quiet on a, on a Zoom call. It's um, true. Yeah, it'll be weird though. It'll be weird going back. I wonder, and I wonder if it's going to be like this forever or people just kind of, one fingers crossed this whole thing gets sorted and we can go back to normal, normal, normal and maybe people just have a little bit more like, I don't know, hand sanitizers in the office but when is it actually going to get sorted, you know? Yeah, the only good thing I will say coming from this, I think people that never washed their hands, you know, on nights out and stuff and there was people that I know that would be doing their makeup with their hands in their pocket and everything else after going to the toilet, splashing that on their faces and those people are more likely now to continue washing their hands. And that's a good thing. Do you think so? Yeah, I think so, yeah. And men, there's a lot of men that don't wash their hands anyway. Hashtag not all men. Not all men, but there's a lot that used to go to the toilet and wouldn't wash their hands. Maybe we they are going to wash their hands now. We just don't wee in our hands. What's the no, issue? That's, it's not hygienic to just well, come put it back now. in there, shake it off, put it back in there. I think and the thing about it, that no. might be more hygienic than touching the disgusting taps that everyone uses and the handle and the dryer. I know, but that's why if you just have a little thing of hand sanitizer in your pocket, maybe. You know, I think that could be like an essential for everyone's handbag now. Mm, Even guys yeah, yeah. in your back pocket with your with your wallet, you have a little bit of a hand sanitizer thing on a night out. Yeah. So, um, yeah, well, listen, very best of luck. If, if you, you know, if you've got some social skills advice tips for Saoirse, do let us know. Drop us a WhatsApp, 0876797104, and uh, you can get in touch and let us know. Other good news that you might have seen today as well, McDonald's. We'll be allowing you to walk in very, very soon and do takeout. You won't be allowed to sit in, but it'll be like a lot of the other coffee shops and restaurants that are operating. You'll be able to go in um, and uh, obviously order and get takeaway food so you don't have to worry about driving and you don't have to worry about queuing up for 17 hours straight in your car to try and get out yourself a Big Mac. June 24th uh, is apparently the day when they're going to start a phased opening from June 24th. So today is the 9th, obviously. Yeah? So between, yeah, in the next two or three weeks, you'll be able to stroll up to wherever they have them in, in Tallow or Blanche and just kind of walk in and get yourself McDonald's. Happy days. Yeah, see, that even that is something I'm going to have to learn to do. Because even in Tesco at the moment, when I'm going to my local one, I'm using the self-checkout so I don't have to talk yeah. to anyone. So it's, yeah, it's all a learning curve. And then I was thinking the other day, another way people were, a lot of places aren't accepting cash anymore. Yeah. Now, maybe it's not healthier. I was trying to think, is cash healthier? Not healthier. Because you know the way if you're tapping your card off the little... ATM machine thing. Mm. Everyone's going to be tapping their card off that. Yeah, but you're not tapping. You're not actually putting your card on it. Well, mine always hits off it. No, mine doesn't. I kind yeah, of swivel always. it over it and, it and it works fine. But I think it's way better not using cash. You swivel it. You just put the card on your booty and then go up and do a little <laughs> drop it. And you're like, there you go. I just do a slut drop. See, I've literally <laughs> lost all social cues now and I don't know what, I, what I'm doing. I'm just, yeah, slut dropping in shops and everything. Yeah, no, in the but middle of mass. You, you, don't, you, you don't, don't do that here. Masses are not open yet. Actually, that's one of the things oh God, that's yeah. staying closed for the time being anyway. Um, but yeah, look, we are slowly reopening Penny's. Is Penny's opening next week? The 14th, I think it is. Um, People were looking forward to that today or this week at least. Yeah. 
Definitely. I mean, I am, but I'm definitely not going to stand around queuing for it. But, uh, you know, you do need clothes. And I just don't do online shopping. They just don't look the same. Well, anyway, there's some good news for you. Uh, 24th, there'll be uh, McDonald's opening their walk-in, so you can go in and get an L takeout. Don't have to worry about a drive-thru. That is some good news on the way. Um, it's still to come a little bit later on the show as well. Um, if you're on TikTok, right? TikTok is one of the most random apps ever, and I think a lot of people have become completely addicted to it, especially over lockdown. It's a very, very addictive app. If you don't know what TikTok is, um, it, it's a video sharing small little website. It's like Instagram except for videos. It started off as a musical lip-syncing app and now has transformed into what it is today but uh, there was a guy on from Clondalkin who's a business owner and a, a, a kind of property development a property developer kind of guy I don't even know if that would be the right word to describe him. Landowner anyway he has a few properties and has a channel up there where he's kind of giving out pieces of advice and insights into the world of if you want to kind of get into the trade and he offers small business owners and tradesmen different pieces of advice and he put up a video and um, the video has caused, quote-unquote, outrage, caused a hell of a lot of problems. He talks about how to make five grand a month off a house in, in Clondalkin by throwing two families into the one house and charging them about two and a half grand each and charging for the dog and different things like that. So uh, his name is Joe Doyle. He's going to be on a little bit later on explaining what the story was, what the situation is with that. But, uh, yeah, go and, uh, go and check him out on Instagram, or Twi- TikTok, I should say. Instagram's dead, and we'll see him. Um, See what you think of them, but are you, Sirsha, are you on TikTok yet? Do you know what? I'm not on TikTok yet because I, I sit there and I overthink ideas that I could do for TikTok. Yeah. You know, you see really good ones. Like there was, um, actually, Tara Murray does very good TikTok videos if you want to go check her out. So some of her ones are just simple but hilarious. So she did mm. one uh, going through the car wash, which is always terrifying. And it is something that adults fear most days going through that, you know, the where, what you call it, the brush thing goes over the car. It's terrifying. So she <laughs> did one on that, which was really good. And then, of course, the one that went viral recently, the people, the mother and daughter making the cup of tea. Wrong. Have you seen that video? In oh, full? my God. I saw it in full. Yeah, it was horrific. They microwaved water, and then the little girl put in milk. This is all before the tea bag went in. It's shocking. Like so it's, how, did they, how did they make a cup of tea for someone who hasn't seen it? How do you make a cup of tea? I know, how do they in the video? Oh, sorry, how do they? So they they basically get a cup, they fill it up with water from a tap. They microwave that to heat the water up because they don't use a kettle for some odd reason. Then they take it out, put milk in it. So now you've got probably not even very hot water with milk. And then they get a tea bag and put it in for like two seconds. That's not how you make a cup of tea. That's horrific. Could you imagine drinking that? That's like poison. Uh, sacrilegious. It's technically not the same thing, really, though, at the end of the day. Try and taste that and come back to me. That I might make one awful. a little bit later on. A microwaved tea, yeah, we'll, we'll do that. I'll make a microwave cup of tea a little bit later on. But that um, went viral, by the way. And uh, so they're like the simple videos that I guess people want to see and think are funny. But, you know, mm. I don't have any ideas, so I haven't gone on it yet. But, um... Yeah, I'm the one, one of these people, though, that will catch on 10 years after it's actually happened. Seriously, <laughs> so she's just getting around to her top 16 on Bebo. So if you want to be in Seriously's <laughs> top 16 on Bebo, just say uh, 87 She might include you. Who knows? 
Oh, it's so true. But, uh, yeah. but listen, if you are over the age of uh, 19 and you're on TikTok, uh, you're going to feel very, very old because it's obviously used by... Um, it's the young, cool app that everyone's using, but uh, it's mad. It's very, very addictive. But um, uh, Joe, who put that that video up a little bit uh, yesterday, I think, it kind of exploded. Um, he'll be on a little bit later on explaining what the crack is. If you're on, if you're on TikTok, send us in your names and uh, we'll follow you from uh, 104's account and elsewhere as well. Um, and on also, the way, by see, the way, yeah, we've got um, Brendan Murray... On Poker Face, coming oh, up just after yeah. 10 o'clock. Yeah, so if you don't know who he is, he was in hometown and uh, he was on The X Factor. He did very well. I think he came fifth place, actually, on The X Factor. And he was he represented us at the Eurovision. Was it 2018 or 2017? I should know because I was in the music video. Oh, 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 just dropping that there. Yeah, dropping a few little... Well, yeah. You see, it's actually... Name dropping. That's how I know him. And it's not a, a good thing that I was in the music video, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Because things didn't okay. end well. Uh, Not with me and Brendan. Otherwise. So uh, it's something that um, I don't like to remember. But yeah, he's going to be on telling us three things about himself. One being a lie. And you're going to have to spot the lie. So yeah, that's fun. on the way uh, as well. Also, um, I want to see if you can answer me this this quick question here this evening, okay? And um, it might be related to some of the things that we've just talked about there in the last few moments. But there's a market research crowd here, Ipsos or whatever they are. Anyway, they have done a kind of trust index of professions. And they have asked tons and tons of people and they have found a clear winner of the people that we will trust the most and the people, the types of people and professions that we will trust the least. So what I would like to know is, have a guess, who or what type of person, and I should say what profession, is the least trusted profession in the country in June 2020? I would say it's got to be a banker. Uh, I think they've got to be the least trustworthy. Like, I wouldn't go out with a banker, just in case. Why not? They have loads of money. I'd say he's a bit of a shark, though. And if he's a bit of a shark in that sense, he could be a bit of a shark in other ways. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He might be a bit sneaky. I wouldn't trust yeah, him. Yeah, all bankers are sneaky. Remember that. If you're working <laughs> as a bank teller now in AIB or whatever, so you're sneaky. So you think you're sneaky. You mean just helping people use the machines and putting yourself <laughs> out of a job. You're very sneaky. You're very, very sneaky. I'm there being like, why are you coming over to me? What do you want? Um, yeah, well, yeah, they're actually trying that. to help you. Uh, yeah, so I wouldn't trust a banker. So is banker the answer? Uh, incorrect. The banker is not the answer. It is on the list. It's very low to the bottom. But, oh. um, yeah, listen, have, have a guess. Let us know what you think it is. There is the least trusted profession in this country in 2020. Who do you think it is? And I'll tell you who the most trusted is in a little bit as well. But the least trusted profession, according to this uh, survey of a 1,000 Irish people, who is it? 0876797104. Drop us in a WhatsApp and we'll see if anyone can get it right now. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. It's Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104. And who is the, or what, what type of profession is the least trusted profession in this country in 2020 in June? I think I could name loads. Like a solicitor, a lawyer, um, maybe even... Someone like a gynecologist or something. <laughs> tell, please tell me you're trusting your gynecologist. If you're well, not trusting them there, you need to get a smear test done. I don't, I don't trust him. No way. <laughs> no, nah, I'm not he's saying. talking out his arse. But that's the same with a solicitor. You know they're going to do a good job for you, but would you trust them as a person? I don't know. 
<laughs> Careful now, Saoirse. I look, I, I don't know. Okay, I'm not saying anything bad about my gynecologist. He's great, but <laughs> he is fantastic. But I don't know. I just think someone that has um, a high status job is probably more likely to be unfaithful. And that's why I would say they're not very trustworthy. Well, now, Sergio, you're projecting. We're not talking about unfaithfulness. We're talking about just overall general trustworthiness. Yeah, but you have to trust them. I wouldn't trust them. So there's a list here. There's about 20, I'd say, professions that are included on this list from the most trustworthy to the least trustworthy. Okay, can I just say, I'd say someone like a teacher is very trustworthy, no? Yeah, they're up there. They're not number one, but they're in the top one, two, three, four. They're, they're fifth most trust uh, trustworthy in this country. Okay, fifth. Uh, I would say someone like someone like us. Radio we don't even make the list. We don't no. even make the list. Oh, I was joking. Uh, <laughs> I would say, let me think, teachers and doctors and nurses. Well, listen... Uh, drop us in a WhatsApp. We're looking for the least trustworthy right now, okay? I'll tell you who the most is in, in a bit, but I want, I want you to have a think. Who do you think the least trustworthy profession or type of person is in the country? 0876797104. Dean, good evening. Here's WhatsApp to Dean. Uh, are the least trusted landlords, because you said about that lad on TikTok. Uh, Dean, not a bad guess, but unfortunately, no, not right. Oh, yeah. Actually, yeah, I wouldn't trust any landlord. Hashtag not all landlords. Providing not all, people, but ju- just 99% of them I wouldn't trust. Um, okay, I think, I think I know the answer to this, so I'm scared to say it. Don't, don't, don't say it just yet, right. uh, in, case, in case it is correct, right? Uh, Michelle, good evening, how are you? What's the story? She says, I would have to say the least trustworthy are mechanics. I can never believe anything they say. Oh, actually, do you know what? You're so right, especially someone like me that goes in and doesn't have a breeze what is going on. They could be talking... Yeah. Japanese, I wouldn't have a clue. So And me right in after you. Oh yeah, no way. All yeah. right, yeah, God. Well see they'd be more likely to F me over because let's be honest, they see a girl who is driving a battered car. Hashtag not all mechanics. Not all mechanics and not all girls, but me driving up with my car that's in bits at the moment and uh, all my wheels or my tires need to be changed and it's just I'm just basically a pawn for them to go. Great, that's going to cost you 20 grand. Here's our Christmas bonus, walking in the door. Lovely job. Literally. And then I'd be there for the next 20 years paying it off. And then I'd realise that (laughs) I've just bought three cars for the price of the car that I had. Oh, God. Oh, William, good evening. Oh, we've got a couple of guesses in here as well. Look at this. A door-to-door salesman. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I'd never trust them. Have you ever done it? Have you ever done door-to-door sales? I was very good at that job. Yeah, did I you did. do door to door sales? I did, yeah. Oh, I don't know. Fair play to you. I don't know how you do it. I remember, right? I was, I think it must have been straight out of college or maybe in college. I can't remember what I was. Very, very young and was going, was applying for some jobs and I was trying to get like marketing jobs or whatever. You think, I want you to do more auctioning. Anyway, um, applied for this place and got like that day an email back saying, Are you available to come in for, min- for an interview? And I was like, Oh, brilliant. Mm. Yeah, man. I would love to. Um, I went in for the interview all nervous, all in a suit and found the place. It was in, you know, small, it was in the city centre somewhere and found the place and went in for the interview. And the interview was going great and then didn't realise until halfway through the interview what exactly the job was because it was very vague in its description. It was, you uh, you know, progression will be quick. There's a great bonus scheme available. You'll be working with some top brands and some top clients uh, and a very exciting, dynamic area. You know, you'll be working as part of a team. All this great stuff that sounded like brilliant but never really said what the day-to-day stuff was. 
And then it was revealed, oh, this is door-to-door sales for like um, some weird, dodgy, big company. And I was like, oh, oh God. It's so bad. Yeah, I mean, you're working nearly on commission and yeah. you're paid terrible. But I just love the challenge of annoying people. <laughs> like I'm good at you know Vox Pops when I go out in the streets yeah. like I'm very yeah. good at doing that I'll give myself I'll tell myself right you've got 20 minutes you need to get 20 people to, to talk to you and I will make sure whether I have to walk alongside them or follow them into a shop no I wouldn't do that but no I, I'm good at, at doing that kind of stuff um, so I liked it but it is a difficult job and would I trust someone no because they're working on commission <laughs> so they're trying yeah. to sell you what they need to sell you uh, whether they believe in that or not. Um, so, no, I wouldn't trust a salesperson. Uh, thanks for that. Uh, William has said, good evening, William. What's the story? Um, Garda. Oh. Are Garda the least trusted people in the country? Now, I'm a huge fan of a guard. I really am. I think they're great. And I think they're doing a brilliant job most of the time. And I've had no bad run-ins with them, actually. And I've done some very silly things in my life, especially when I got stopped and breathalyzed and I put the thing in the wrong way. Um, you know, the breathalyzer thing. Yeah. I put it in sideways. I was trying to put it in sideways. Tara told me that it was really large, that when you get stopped, these things that you blow in are really large. So I, I assumed that because it looked like a straw, it must go in the other way. And uh, he was really nice. He laughed at me and I think he thought he caught me, but he didn't. He just realized I was a bit... It's stupid. <laughs> so, um, guards are in the top. They would be one of the most trusted people. Um, oh, really? According oh, to this survey, yes. They're, they're not down the bottom. They're in the top. They're in the top half. So, unfortunately, yeah. William, not correct. But listen, have a guess. The least trusted we're looking for this evening. Who, in your opinion, has the least trusted profession? It's kind of related to certain things that we might have mentioned a few moments ago. That's the only clue I'll give you right now. And um, when. <sighs> When you hear what it is, you kind of go, oh, of course, yeah, how did I not think of that? Of course, um, it's a fairly newish job as well, so that'll be your only clue. 87 the least trusted oh. people in the country. I was going to ask, because I have a friend, you know, I have a friend who's in a certain job, similar to other people in this certain job, um, who are in very high up positions in the country would it be someone like that <laughs> is that who is that who you're talking no. about no 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 naughty naughty no you leave him alone he's very trustworthy no he's not he is um, <laughs> um, uh, no right I would say it's, it's a new enough newish job is all I will say to that right so let us know what you think it is the least trusted profession in 2020 according to uh, according to Irish people what do you think it is who do you trust the least let us know WhatsApps 87 we'll take a few more answers next here on F104 FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon to come on the show a little bit later on, you're going to be hearing from a gentleman who seems to know why we were more inclined to text our exes during lockdown, even if you're single, even if you're in a relationship as well. More people are sneakily texting their exes during lockdown and um, how all of the kind of patterns around dating and all that kind of stuff and, and how your, your sex life will change during lockdown, some for the better, some for the worse. So listen, uh, he'll be on a little bit after 11 o'clock this evening. Now the question I wanted to know was, who, in your opinion, is 
you think Irish people have voted the least trustworthy in this country? The least trustworthy profession, I should say. Okay, 0876797104. Uh, who do we think it is? So you were saying politician, Saoirse. Yeah, I think I was um, veering towards a politician. Yeah, I mean, does anybody trust any politician, really? Deep down? I, I don't think so. Yeah, no, I, I don't think so. You always kind of be looking at a politician kind of going, like, why... I'll tell you why, because politicians, in my view, were the people who ran for the student council in school, and they were just a bit <laughs> odd. You know what I mean? I was like, I want to be on the student yeah. council. Shut up, Ashling. No one cares. They're on no the debating team at 12. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a profession that I wouldn't trust. Oh, that's right. terrible. And I have friends, you know, in, in certain places there now, and they're lovely people, but I wouldn't trust any of them. <laughs> so listen, listen. It, this is going to put it in perspective as well because politicians are down near the bottom, but the least, the, the person who is the worst, the least amount of respect and trust we give this profession is way, way lower than that as well. Oh. So these people are so bad that we consider politicians far more trustworthy than them. Oh, that's really, really bad. <laughs> now, you were saying this is probably a newish type of job it is yes yeah. so listen drop us a whatsapp 0876797104 we want the least trustworthy profession in the country now I think I know the answer to this and I won't say it just yet but could you call this a profession or would some say it's not working at all I'm not going to even answer that question <laughs> I will plead the fifth I will plead the fifth on that as well. Let me just say, uh, so listen, the least trusted, the least trusted. Let me just give you um, any ideas on the most trusted profession in the country? Mm, the most trusted profession? I mean, I guess a doctor. It is not. Oh. Okay. Um, what else could it be? So I'll run through a few of them, right? So you said doctor. Doctor is the third most trustworthy, according to this poll. Yeah. Uh, more trustworthy than that as well, which I can maybe kind of see is your local pharmacist. Really? Now, you might have more interactions with them on a weekly basis if you're on medication or on antibiotics or, you know, Look, if you have to go in after a mistake the night before and go, <laughs> I don't want his child. That's it. And pharmacists are amazing. And aren't they just as qualified as... Now, I could be making this up. Aren't they equally as qualified as... Not doctors, but like, they know their, they know their stuff. Um, but if you ever go to a doctor, and there's certain doctors that can tell you straight off whether you need to go to get a test done or not to get a test done. Whereas you go into a pharmacist, and they're always like, well, maybe it could be this, maybe it could be that, try this, and then go to your doctor. Mm, so they don't yeah. really... I'm not. I'm not trusting them. You're personally. not trusting pharmacists. Well, I'm not not trusting them, but you know they can't give me a clear answer. You go to a doctor and they know whether you need to keep going for more tests or something. Or no, they don't. The doctors are just doing a guessing game. They just pretend they have a suit on. That's the only difference. <laughs> well, they're charging the one, you more. That's it. The one I go to is amazing, absolutely amazing. Right. So, so, so um, yeah, no, you would trust you would trust a pharmacist, obviously. Um, so I can see why that would be the case. But I would have trusted a doctor maybe a little bit more. Or put the doctor a bit higher. Yeah, so they're third. Local pharmacists second. And nurses are the most trustworthy people in the country. Ah, fantastic. I'm going to clap to that. Yeah. Hey. Yes, go nurses. <laughs> the old and nurse everybody bell. helping us. Yeah. Yeah, so then uh, other trustworthy professions. Scientists, teachers, uh, judges. Uh, Gardy, weather forecasters. Oh, are some really? of the most trust, <laughs> trusting people in the world. And I don't know, because we always give out about the weather forecast people getting it wrong. 
Always. Yeah, we do. But um, and look, I have nothing against weathermen or women. Sometimes they get it wrong. But the two weathermen that I know are absolutely like the nicest people in the world. You just would trust them with your life. So if they're telling me it's going to rain tomorrow, I'm going to trust that. Which news people do you know? Well, remember the one that I met last year at the Radio Awards? <laughs> and I was dancing with them. Derek O'Hart to name. Yeah, he's a lovely man. And then, of course, Martin King. I don't know if he's still doing the weather, though, is he? Oh, I don't know, actually, yeah. Well, when he was doing the weather, I'd trust him. Right, so there we go. They're the most trustworthy, but we're interested in the least, the most untrustworthy profession on the planet or on this island, according to Irish people this month, according to this index by Ipsos MRBI. Very fancy study, right? They, they basically asked a load of people, they read out a load of professions and asked them to tell them if they generally trust them or not. And these, this profession fared worse, fared worse than... Um, government ministers, local councillors, charity chief executives and politicians and bankers. Wow. How scummy we view these people. My God. Wow, that's, that's low. What yeah, it is. It's, pretty, it's pretty low. So let me give you, right, I won't reveal what the last one is, but here are the other, here's the second last ones up if you, right? The second last least, the second least most trusted pers- person, uh, an advertising exec. Ah, yeah. <laughs> ah, yeah. Absolute scum. <laughs> are you saying that all advertising executives are scum? <laughs> Very careful, Susha. Yeah. They're paying your wages. I am, actually, yeah. Uh, no, of course they're not. They're, they're beautiful, beautiful people that are very honest all of the time. Yeah, so we've sold a campaign where you have to dress up in a lycra suit and uh, run around town for no money. So, yeah, thanks. <laughs> right, so listen, ad, ad execs are there. Estate agents are not trusted. Politicians aren't trusted. Bankers are the least trusted. Journalists, that's kind of sad oh, state of affairs for yeah. media. Journalists are the least, one of the least trusted professions, unfortunately. Listen, if you, do, if you want that to improve, you must start buying newspapers or a subscription and invest in the news. Um, while the rest of it, unfortunately, is getting decimated, journalism can't actually survive. That's different discussion for a different day so who is worse than an ad executive my god no. who's worse than an ad man a politician a banker a journalist uh, a charity chief exec who's worse Fionn has just messaged me in and I don't know where this is coming from and I think it's totally unfair but he said could it be a delivery driver a lot can happen in the next three years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend but what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. 
Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The least trusted job, a delivery driver. Now, I disagree with this. I think well, you, you never really, unless, okay, unless, Finn, you've gotten a few dodgy uh, deliveries in your day that just, you know, didn't get it wrong. There's nothing worse than getting the the wrong order delivered out to you on a Friday night when you're just looking forward to it. So, I no, know, but I you have, wouldn't really... I have an occasion had a delivery driver say they turned up when they didn't. Yeah, because I know this, there's a lot of delivery drivers out there and you, you might be delivering food, right? We've chatted to a load of delivery drivers on the show before and you're very, very nice people. You're very sound. And I'm sure you're flat out during the old lockdown scenario at the moment. So uh, I wouldn't, no, I wouldn't agree with that. And they're not on the list at all anyway. So I don't know if that makes them super trusting or, or even worse than uh, last place. But the least trustworthy, um, a couple of more chances to get in touch. Oh, it's seven six seven nine seven one zero four. Looking for the least trustworthy profession in the country. Oh, it's seven six seven nine seven one zero four. End or pump it up. We'll take the last few guesses after this. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. So we'll be doing Poker Face uh, after 10 o'clock this evening. We invite a guest on and they will tell you three things about themselves. And if you are able to figure out which one of those things is a lie, well, then you win. Easy. So uh, Brenda Murray from Hometown is going to be on this evening at 10 o'clock. So when is that? In just about 20 minutes time. Now, the least... The least trusted profession in the country has been revealed. According to Irish people now, a, a huge survey was done of loads of Irish people and they were asked for their opinions on trustworthiness of different jobs. Top of the table, nurses, local pharmacists and doctors are up there. But we want to know who is in last place? Who's, uh, who, do we, who do we think is like untrustworthy scum? And these people are, are, are considered less trustworthy than politicians, bankers and ad executives my God. Wow. Well, now someone has messaged me in saying, is it a cashier maybe or a shop worker? Uh, well, like a cashier because you might be worried they're kind of fiddling with the cash and taking an old 20 quid here and there for themselves. Yeah, maybe. Although most places have cameras now. You can't really get away with that, can you? Yeah, and the cash is done fairly regularly and checked, so I don't know if you'd be able to get away with that. Uh, it is not, though. Not, not the correct answer. No, you got to think way worse than that. Way oh. worse than that. Now, I think I know what it might be. Yeah, I think people are starting to get uh, clued in as to what this is. The least trustworthy people on the face of the planet. What do you think it is? Is it an influencer? Is it an influencer? Are they the least trustworthy people, according to Irish people as a whole? Are they, the, are they less trustworthy than politicians, bankers and ad execs? Yes, they are. <laughs> they are. Our work here is done. Oh I can now fade into the ether. But can I just say, is no, that not can't. dead scum. in the water now? I you think it is actually, isn't it? It's anymore. dead in the water. Yeah, there's no such they're thing. Trying to, they're going to they're gonna try and jump on other, like, maybe more political campaign-y things. Or, I environmentalist. Oh, shut up. No, you're not. Yeah. So, yeah, social media influencers are now deemed the least trustworthy out of all, worse than a politician, worse than a banker, worse than a, worse than an ad executive. Well, can, can I just imagine? say, you say this and the list is there, but they have made a hell of a lot of money. But yeah, we say this, but we keep handing them our money. Yeah, yeah. we're idiots. Shame on us. I have done it. I have bought that uh, skinny tea. I have bought that um, fake tan. I've bought the makeup. I've bought everything. 
Did it work? No. <laughs> no. So uh, so the survey was that they kind of worked out a percentage, like nine, nine, nurses score a, a trustworthy score of 97%, and influencers scored 8%. 8%. Advertising execs, 17%, like double what it is. Even politicians and bankers were getting 30, 33%. Social media influences, 8%. Woo! Well, in fairness now, anyone who does trust them, get your head checked. Yeah, there you go. You know, you might, you might be, and I know, hashtag not all influencers. I know, no, but, but if they're offering 98% of them. To sit there and do one video uh, telling you to buy a certain water, come on. I think we're all just jealous, aren't we? Oh, I'm so jealous. Imagine being able to sit at home on your bed and earn five grand for posting a 30-second video. Yes, I'm, I'm very jealous. Sad world we live in. But I'd imagine that most of them, maybe it's our turnaround, but I'd imagine that there, were, yeah, there was very little work over the last while. Unless yeah. they were trying to sell, like, face masks. I'd say they've been trying to dig very deep to get something going, but um, a few of them might have to get a proper job now. Oh, can you imagine the shame? They'd be, they wouldn't know what to do. No, like, life is so tough because they always come out and jumping on the anxiety bandwagon. Uh, even though, I, again, I don't think they many of them. I'm sure some of them, many of them wouldn't have an idea of what stress is. No, I have to get up at not. eleven o'clock today and do a post. I had to do two posts. <laughs> oh my god! So listen, if you're a nurse right now, flat out, or you're a plumber or a bin man, you just realise that the stress that you were not under because you didn't have to do a couple of posts and make no, a video. You didn't have to stay in your bed and do a couple of posts and put on makeup. Do you know how hard like it is? Do you know how hard it is to get the lighting right? For Do you a, know a, how hard a, it is to get your tan correct and to have that paid filter so it looks flawless so that you can sell it on? Or how like imagine hard it a day, is. Imagine a day that you had anxiety and you couldn't sleep like I did yesterday, can't sleep, and then you have to get up and make that look flawless so that someone will buy it. Fair yeah, enough. you know, you, the stress of having to light it, filter it, uh, having to sit in such a way so that, you know, you're getting your bum out or your boobs out or your chest out in the same way. And these, these things that people don't realise, the stress that goes on in influencers. Life. Anyway, they're the least trustworthy people out of everyone, worse than politicians and worse than, uh, than, than bankers. Um, in this country. So a mad shift, a mad shift. They've kind of obviously maybe run their course a little bit. They probably won't go away, but there you go, a little bit. Well, at least uh, they th- know that they can move into those areas. Do you know what, what I mean? Any, mean? Influ- any influencer now that's not influencing right now, that's not getting going to become a politician. Oh, yeah, they you should imagine a politician. Yeah. Imagine them sitting on the doll. Hey, you guys, <laughs> just wanted to pop on here real quickly to talk about my legislation to make tan tax-free. <laughs> You know, I just think the vatch is, I think tan is a necessary item, not a luxury. So, <laughs> woo! <laughs> hey, everyone, let's all do a boomerang while we're voting. Woo! No. No. Shoot me now. Shoot me now. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I hope none of them are listening. <laughs> hope they are. You're not getting my vote. There you oh, go. God. Right. <laughs> Listen, um, that's that. Moving on after 10 o'clock, um, we'll be talking to Brendan Murray from Hometown, former uh, Hometown band member. He'll be on Poker Face telling you three things about himself. If you're able to spot which one is BS, you'll win this evening. On the way next, though, a gentleman from Clondalkin who blew up on TikTok, as we were mentioning a little bit earlier on TikTok, uh, in relation to a video he posted about getting five grand out of a house in Clondalkin by banging two families in there making them share and charging the dog for rent. Uh, it angered a lot of people. But was he taking the piss or not? Or was he actually being serious? Well, listen, we'll find out next here in FMR. 
FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. It's Room 104, it's Cormac and Saoirse here and uh, one of the things that exploded during the last couple of weeks while everyone was obviously locked down, while you were locked down, and I, I find this probably the most addictive platform out of all of them is TikTok. Now, I don't know if you're on it yet, Saoirse. No, I'm not on it, but of course, obviously Tara Murray is on it and she's putting up videos all the time and they're hilarious. I just keep going, what will I do? You know, what's funny? Because you're... You don't have to do anything. You just, you just have to scroll. You just have to go on there and search. Um, so if... A lot of people, I think most well, most people will be on uh, TikTok and it's just another... It's a video sharing social media platform if you haven't seen it. Maybe you've been dragged in by someone in your house to do a stupid video and you're like, mother of God. Anyway, it's slightly different than all the other social media apps in that it, it, it can be a little bit random. Like, you could post up you pouring a cup of tea and you could get a million views. Like, it's, it's yeah. so random how their algorithm works uh, that anyone can just be taken out of nowhere and just get hundreds of thousands of views for the stupidest things, for the most boring things, for just the most random things um, th- that are on there, right? And I was scrolling through this app yesterday, wasting time pretending to be working, and I came across this guy from Dublin who was going on about, uh, I think, business and investing in, and property and things like that. And I was like, okay, grand, yeah. And I just got scrolling through, and there's loads of stuff like that on it. Then another video came up, the same guy, and I was looking at it for ages going, is, is this a piss take or is this person serious? Because the video was talking about throwing two families into a gaff in Clondalk and both are paying two and a half grand. And he was basically saying, doesn't care if they only have to share one bathroom. Doesn't matter if the place is in bits. All that matters is you get over five grand a month from, from one gaff. And not everyone was sure it was a joke or not. And uh, it's since exploded and and caused, you know, outrage because that's what the internet's about. Outrage. Anyway, so the person who did that um, is is (laughs) on the line now to explain what's going on, whether it was a joke, whether he was not, whether he's tarnishing all landlords as scummy landlords. Uh, Joe Doyle, sir, what's the crack? How are you? Thank you for having me on. Thank you for having me on. I'm laughing when you're describing the video back to me now, you know. Um, it's mad that people didn't even realise it's joking. It's weird. It is weird. So, sometimes, I, you know, I've put stuff out there and whether it's yeah. people who don't know you don't get your tone or don't get your being sarcastic. And I think people are on edge 24-7 now looking for someone and something to be really, really pissed off about. And I just remember, I yeah. went into the comments on your video, Joe, and I was like, I can't be the only one here who thinks this is a joke or isn't sure whether this is serious when it went through. So it, 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 explain what, what the video was and what, why you did it. Because I know you, you've, you've gotten a little bit, of, uh, <clears throat> a little bit of abuse over the last few days with people thinking that what you said was true and you being honest. Oh, yeah. I've been filtering out death threats all day. It's mad stuff. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just mad, you know. Um, yeah, look, I am a landlord and, yeah, the video is an absolute piss take, you know. But, like... It just kind of feeds into people's absolute desire to be outraged, you know. And uh, I'm like, yeah, two two sets of double bunk beds there, two sets of double bunk beds there, <laughs> hundred quid extra for the dog, share the batch. <laughs> and uh, it's just mad. Like, you know, just, I, I because I was, I kept it serious. It took me about thirty takes to do it, you know. And then we had to because I kept laughing, uh, but we just kept the serious part in it, you know. Uh, but people were going nuts over it, like. Mad, crazy, you know. Well, they um, they do. I don't know if you saw the uh, video that's also doing the rounds on TikTok with the mother and daughter making a cup of tea. No, oh, in the microwave. Yeah, in the microwave, they're making it all wrong, and people like that's that. That's worse than what I've done. 
<laughs> it's pretty bad in fairness now but there was people saying horrible things in the comments but did you do this video just for the absolute crack or did you mean to offend people right so well look if, if people want to be outraged or they want to take offense it's not my it's not within my right to stop them from doing that you know but i i do i've been making videos on social media for years but all kind of serious topics like um helping people grow their business and and, and open our eyes to investment and all that sort of stuff, right? And we've got a big announcement to make in the next few days, right? So we said, let's do a test force. We'll see which gets the most response. Outrage, world-class free business advice, or free cash. So we basically made three videos. One video showing how we've done a deal and we got we got a house for free. One video just saying, if you comment here, we're going to give 50 quid away to someone later on. And then the other one for the outrage. And outrage won absolutely hands down. Look, you're on the radio now. Shame on us. Yeah. We got you on. <laughs> outrage wins. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, so, Joe, you want to you kill everyone and burn everyone's house down. Let's go. No, that, obviously not. <laughs> that's real. So now when we have our big announcement now next week, we might go down the route of outrage as opposed to uh, <laughs> just announcing it for free because we know that we get, you know, it's allowed me the opportunity to speak to you beautiful people today, you know. Now, how many views did the video get, you know? Uh, I can tell you now. It's got a good show. Like, it's only up there since yesterday. Um, uh, we're only at, like, 17,000. Um, it's not even... Uh, it was the fallout from it, for one of a better word. People were yeah. like, is he serious or not? And it was pretty much 50-50. Uh, I've been getting... I've genuinely been getting 50% death threats all day and 50% people saying to me, that is genius marketing, you know? Because, like, come on, 100 quid a month for the dog, you know? Um, and I wouldn't mind, like, the house is literally in the, uh, on the street where I live. And I'm like, oh, I wouldn't live in here to play a bit of a dive and all, you know? But it was just, just mad sort of stuff. It just goes to show the way, the way some people are, you know? Look, this is, this is it, you know? So, so you are then obviously, obviously a, a business person. I know you have your own kind of tradesman um, yes. podcast that you do as well. So, is, so is, is your background in in the building and construction? Yeah. So I'll tell you, like I used to be a bricklayer many years ago, and then I moved on. I set my own building company, and then I seen how difficult it was for people in my area that was on. Like, look, I'm from Dawkins, right? That good percentage of people on social welfare where where I grew up, right? I seen how difficult it was for these guys to get landlords to accept social welfare, rent allowance as it was at mm. the time, and now it's happened. So I basically, of, of a simple business model, I borrow people from, I borrow money from people who have money in the credit union or the banks or whatever, and it's not getting any interest. I take that money and I buy houses out of it and I rent them to people on HAP. It's kind of win-win all around. I make a few quid, the guys who had their money sitting in the bank are now making a few quid and the tenants get a place to live. And, you know, people are saying I'm overcharging them, but, like, most of my tenants pay zero because it's the social welfare that's paying it, you know? So that's yeah. my kind of business model. And that's that's where I'm at, you know? But, there's, look, it's a flashpoint nowadays with the, with the housing crisis. But, look, I, I will fix the housing crisis. That's my plan. <laughs> that's my goal. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking big. I'm acting big. Oh, we're getting closer to where we want to be. We've got a lot of people now that, that, that have uh, they've got a place to call home purely because we gave them a property. And without us, they would struggle to find somewhere else, you know. Uh, but at the same time, the social media is a bit of crack and we use it to get a bit of attention. It connects me with investors. It connects me with, you know, clients. And it connects me with tenants. It connects me with actually with everyone, you know. So uh, everyone that knew me knew it was a bit of crack. But uh, the one alarming thing without getting too serious is the fact that elected representatives would just go and push it out without doing any fact-checking. That's, that's something that kind of concerns me because it makes me question other things that I, that I hear people saying that I wouldn't be excluding myself, you know? So hang on, are you saying that certain uh, elected officials were sharing out your video as if it was true and were, like, trying yeah, to... Yeah, No way. Yeah, 100%, yeah. 
it was like, and that's where all the kind of the death threats were coming from, you know, all sorts of mad stuff. Yeah, look, it was just, here's the one thing I know for absolute fact. Outrage will get more attention than giving away cash for free, which is crazy. <clears throat> it's scary. It is scary. And like, you know, I've got a lot of clients of, of you know, I'm, I'm fairly well known in the space for what I do. And, I, you know, I help, I help guys, you know, get off the tools and, you know, build into two, three, four-man crew, whatever. And uh, I'm always pushing. And really what you want to do is you want to, when you make a video on social media with a good message, you want to make it so that it's shareable, so that somebody is willing to share it because that helps you increase your reach. Your reach. And unless I keep doing outrage videos, I've got no comparison that will get the same bang for your book. But uh, I don't know if I'd be willing to keep doing that sort of stuff, you know? <laughs> We'd nearly have to check in with you on a weekly basis and go, Joe, are you still alive? Or have any of the yeah, lads actually yeah. shown up at your doorstep and gone, all right, okay. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. But you know what? It was a bit of crack. And look, it's, it's, it's all good. And my TikTok, you know, your listeners should definitely follow me on TikTok or Instagram. Joe Doyle Entrepreneur. I'm, I'm on every platform. If they're interested in business and, you know, growing their business and making a few quid, that's what I talk about constantly, you know. Can you give us any insight into new ideas you have for um, outraging the public? <laughs> I, I think I've done a good job, right? Because it was very difficult for people who I grew up and went to school with to, to find houses to, that landlords would rent to them on social welfare, right? So the next thing that completely, absolutely pisses me off, am I allowed to say that word on your... your yeah, yeah, for you. you're okay. Um, is the banks are absolutely fleecing us. So mine, I'm starting a bank next. That's my plan. And I'm going <laughs> to basically expose... I'm going, like, we've, we've, we've already made some good progress into it. We're, we don't know whether to call it the Bank of Joe or... Joe's Investment Bank, which would be called JIB for short. We don't know which one to go for, but we are paying massive amounts of interest. But like, we've got a team of investors that we're working with, and an investor is just a guy who has 40 grand sitting in the credit union or 40 grand sitting in the credit union. And we pay them 48 times more interest than what the banks pay. So basically, for every 10 grand they have with us, we pay them back 100 euros per month in interest. So that business is flying for us, and we're only getting going. But I'm like, the cheek of them banks. We bailed all them out, and they are fleecing us day in, day out. So that, to me, outrages me every day, and I want to do something about it. Joe, do, don't question your financial overlords. You're not allowed to do that, all right? <laughs> you have to just... Well, this is the problem, isn't it? Uh, to, to the, um, yeah, no, that, that, that's, that's mad. But my only worry now for you, Joe, is let's say you go and you just set up this bank. Is power and money going to corrupt you where you'll turn around and you'll just become the beast you hate? Well, you see, I learned something very, very early on in my career, right? And that is for me to get something that I want doesn't mean that somebody else needs to go without. So, simple example. You know, you know when you drive by and you see a house for sale and there's a sign in the garden? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, there's a, there's a buyer on one side of the transaction and there's a seller on the other, right? Now, most transactions, they're win-win because otherwise you'd have half the people going around complaining, you know? So, when a house is getting sold and someone's buying the house, both parties are happy with the outcome. And there's a, I, I believe that there's a... It's kind of like a, a void within, you know, Irish society that in order for you to get what you want, someone else must go without. And that's most definitely not the case in my world. So if I you invest know, in your bank, I'll be a happy camper? Oh, yeah, for sure. We've been going for two years on a kind of private basis and now we're going to launch it out big time, you know. Watch this space. Like, the thing that, that I believe separates me from everyone else is that I'm a bricklayer from St. Dawkins. I've no third-level education and I don't specifically want to get sucked too much into that kind of corporate side because I can see things through the eyes of Joe Public, Joe Soap. 
Joe Tuchel. And I know what these guys want. And we just, like we don't need to be fleecing each other. Like, if you think of the system that I run, guys have money in the Bank of Credit Union that's making zero interest. They lend that money to me. I buy a house out of that. They then get their 12% interest, which is paid every month. So they get an income every month for that. Then we get somebody who was either homeless, in emergency accommodation, um, in at risk of becoming homeless. You know, we're helping the people that's most vulnerable. We put them into the house. So the tenant wins, the investor wins, and I win. It's like... I, I, like, I just don't know why more people are not doing this. It's, it's a very open and shut case to me to, to operate on this basis, you know? Yeah, well, listen, it does sound interesting, and we're glad to hear that the video was a piss take, and you're not going to be putting 74 people into a kitchen and charging the dog <laughs> for a bit of rent anyway. <laughs> I wouldn't worry. That, that house is, is uh, my sister's moving here in the next few days, so we got that house purely so my sister could live in, in my estate so that I can see my niece and nephew every day, so... Uh, no, look, it's, it's the closest house that I have to where I live, and, it's, and that's, that's why the, the, the family's not in there, you know? Yeah, no, perfect. Well, listen, obviously, we're delighted to hear that. We're delighted to obviously uh, see that TikTok is making waves on, on the good side on, and, and on the bad side. But listen, TikTok film. TikTok boom, that's what happened today. We're in the TikTok boom at the moment. It's like 2008, all over again. Who knows? It might come crashing down. Listen, Joe, thanks a million for popping on. Uh, If you want to check out Joe's TikTok or you want to check out his website, he does have a podcast, especially if you're in the trades and different things like that. Uh, JoeDoyle.ie is where you can get links to his uh, podcast and his website. And uh, is the video still up on your TikTok, by the way, or did you have to take it down? Why would I take it down? If you took it down, you'd admit you're doing something wrong, wouldn't you? I might repost in a few days. <laughs> oh, do, yeah. When the flames are dying down, just get a bit more traction on it. Listen, uh, Joe, thanks a million for popping on, all right? And if you do set up that uh, JIB bank, do give us a shout, yeah? 100%. Have a great day. Thanks for having me on. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.